Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon and now back to Australian Eastern Standard Time all over the eastern part of this large island. Um, Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre. Out of the Pan as part of 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from whichever land you're on. And I think especially today, any First Nations people listening from anywhere all over the planet and acknowledge that all the lands on this large island and surrounding smaller ones are stolen and never ceded. I'm Sally Goldner. I'm your host of the show and I use the pronouns she, her. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the program, all the um, high-tech modern means or relatively thereof of communication, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, and we'll um, st- um, stone cold Steve Austin stun KO at the, first, at the end of the first night of WrestleMania. That's a question for another time. And look for posts on Facebook, Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM, and my page, Sally Goldner AM. And remember, any opinions I express on the show on my own are not those of any organisation with which I've been associated in the past or currently so. If you want to send snail mail into the show, um, we like all the means of communication, PO Box 1277 Collingwood, 3066, attention, Out of the Pan. Might be um, possible triggers today um, because there may be topics to discuss um, if you need to contact QLife, including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, or Rainbow Door, one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven. Well, they opened up with Graham Connor's Tropicali. There's a bit of a theme to the music today because it's my huge excitement um, to welcome three wonderful guests who I'll introduce in a second from Pacific X to the show because I'm going to chat with them and then play the first episode of part of an ongoing series um, of podcasts. It'll go for five minutes each week as part of Out of the Pan. Really, really excited and genuinely honoured to be a part of this. Um, you know, we always say that we need to learn more about diversity and what specific issues are. Well, um, I was very kindly offered this by 3CR and, um, well, we're going to find out all about it. Let me introduce my guests. And, well, we can now, I think we can happily say 3CR colleagues. Um, Marky, welcome to um, to Out of the Pan. And um, if it's okay, can I check in with which, which pronouns you use, if any? Sure. Good afternoon and hello, everybody. Malolele, um, my name is Marky and my pronouns are he, him. I come from the beautiful islands of Tonga and Cook Islands and I'm happy and glad to be here so thank you for having me. An absolute pleasure and Latoya. Um, welcome welcome to you. Hello for lover Sally. Oh, sorry. Hello for lover Sally. Thank you for having me. My uh, pronouns are she her. I'm a very proud um someone for Fafinet also trans woman in Australia. Um I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Anyway, hello. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right. Here. It is very welcoming to ha- um, good to have you here with us. And um, the third in the trio is Sonia. Welcome. 
and you're checking in on your pronouns if it's okay to ask and a little more detail as well. Oh, kia, kia ora there, uh, Sally and everyone else, my uh, cohorts from PX um, or Pacific X. I'm Sonia, Sonia Hammer, and my pronouns are she, her and ia, which is uh, a bit of an uh, interesting one, but um, maybe chat about that another Definitely. time. Um, but yes, it's great to be here. Thank you so much uh, to um, have PX uh, Fano. Well, it is wonderful to have Pacific X on the show and there's, you know, a specific reason for doing it today um, because, well, as mentioned, um, today is the first episode which we part of out of the pan for about mm-hmm. for three months, yay, um, on 3CR, a podcast, and you've created it. Um, who wants to, anyone jump in and lead off? Was there a sort of moment of inspiration for the podcast when sort of where how why those sorts of things anyone would want to say, sort of go back to where it all started yeah um, probably so everybody oh cool i jumped in anyway <laughs> um, thanks Marky. um yeah it probably started it started pretty much um just before christmas so it's actually been yeah a bit of a dash um we were contacted by uh 3cr uh, organization itself to see if we wanted to do a uh, special podcast and apply for it. 16 week, five minute uh, little sound bites about COVID and what that um, means and how that's been affecting our Pacifica uh, community here in Australia. So it was, yeah, it was initially that. But before that, we've actually been training to um, put together our own actual uh, Pacific X show on air at 3CR. So this came about a bit later in the in the game due to so many things happening with COVID, you know, and uh, we weren't able to go to air initially to begin with. But then along came the podcast and we thought, look, this is a great idea for us to reach out to our community, our LGBTIQ plus community as well. It's part of our Pacifica diaspora in Victoria and uh, reach people and, you know, talk about and inform, uh, talk about COVID and where we're at with it. Mm. Yeah, there's there's so many angles in there. I'll just get, um, you know, sort of Marky and or Latoya to ask if there's anything to add to that first. Um, so Sonia's pretty much um, given like the majority of what the podcast is about, but um, also just taking into consideration that these episodes are from our lived experiences. So we'll be giving our takes on what we had to deal with with COVID and our experiences with um, families having COVID and how they dealt with it and um, small businesses and how they dealt with that with, through COVID. And, you know, we're, we're excited to just get our Pacific voices out there and our lived experiences, our stories, and just, um, yeah, give our Pacific people a platform to share that. And, yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. And, like, once all of this um, podcast talk is over, I'm really also excited to work alongside 3CR to hopefully get a radio station and like look at getting our stories out there as well well look you you know you've gone right to the the proverbial bullseye that um you know stories connection um in the case of radio as we like to say audibility and in broader to broader media visibility people want to see hear and in a sense feel themselves um so to speak you know it's not quite the same um if it's not sort of someone like yourself in in that way and you 
you touched on that in a few ways um, in all your answers there. That um, you know there are similarities. I mean, you know, people of all backgrounds had, you know, either had to adapt, and some sadly lost small businesses, for examples. Um, does any um, one of you, any or all, again, want to touch on the say, we'll say, the similarities or differences for people of Pacifica backgrounds um, on any of the things that you, you've mentioned in that sort of um, list? You know, um, LGBTIQA plus families, small businesses, similarities and differences between say. Pacifica specifically, and we'll say broader Victoria and so-called Australia. Um, I feel like uh, everyone um, who went through COVID in Victoria, we all have similar stories. But the the reason be- behind this podcast, in particular for Pacific X or PX Fano, um, was just to bring how our Pacifica people dealt through it, because a lot of us. Um, a lot of us aren't Australian citizens. A lot of us don't have our permanent residency. So mm. we aren't eligible for a lot of the assistance that normal, or sorry, not normal, but Australians get in that sense. So a lot of our hustle is based on like actually having work or actually having customers or actually having a stream of income that's solid. Um, And so that's where our stories come in, in the sense that we are able to share like the hardship that we went through and share like us overcoming that um, and coming out on the other side, um, more successful and just more willing to work harder with our hustle and our passions. So yeah, that's that's the angle that I see our podcast coming from, and that's the angle that we see our Pacifica voices elevating in the community. Oh, just also like to add on to. Oh, no, you go for it, Latoya. Sorry. Uh, so I would just like to add on to that. You know, as a person that was working on the front line for the COVID uh, COVID project, um, I was seeing our Pacifica people were feeling a false information out there on yes. the vaccine and also for testing. And due to this to the second language, you know, English is a second language, a lot of the migrants that were here, especially our parents, also myself, and that, you know, we went by the, the words of the young ones, which were getting false information out there on the internet and all that sort of stuff. So it was it's good that we are there and we'll be able to speak it in our language and give out the, you know, the information that we all clearly know around around the COVID and the vaccine and and so forth. Yeah, Yeah, that's one thing that I do want to cover, especially is myth busting and breaking down the um, the terrible um, misinformation and disinformation that has been out in our community. Um, And that's right across the Pacific because, you know, we do have a lot of connections in Aotearoa and throughout the Pacific communities and in the actual Pacifica, you know, Moana Nui Kiwa itself. Um, And that's been a real uh, eye-opener and quite uh, distressing at times to see some of that information which is misleading fed to our people. Um, And it's really addressing that too. So we'll be looking at um, just how do we, you know, um, disassociate from that and how do we... um, spread you know factual information to our community mark i think you have something else you wanted to add there or no no fair enough look these are big issues again but um 
you know, again, you're touching on something that, um, you know, acknowledging my privilege as English as first language um, or spoken language, um, whichever the term may be, there's another layer. And, you know, there were concerns that I certainly heard, and I'm thinking perhaps of um, the situation in the Flemington sort of towers when they had the specific lockdowns from memory middle of 2020, memory does um, fade in the last two years, that there wasn't enough um, perhaps cultural respect, language respect, those sorts of things. And you know, it's something that perhaps a lot of people didn't quite consider or understand, the, say, we'll say the depth and intensity of those differences. So this is, you know, I think really important that you, you know, sort of talk about, you know, talk about this, first of all, for your own communities, as you say, to get the facts and truth out there. And then, of course, to counter any negatives. Um, so, you know, this sort of, you know, the last two years, of course, have been this, well, I don't know what, if there's enough words to describe the last two years. It still <laughs> sort of seems so strange. It will, you know, settle for, every, mm. for about 8 billion humans in various ways. It will stay with us for a long time. It's felt so strange. But, of course, it would have created challenges to get something started um, in that time in terms of the radio part of it. Um, what sort of challenges in terms of getting the podcast together have you faced and working together um, to get it all together, get it started? And, you know, sort of how did you overcome it? But also what sort of strengths and opportunities came out of the situation, some of which you've described, but I'm um, just checking to see if there's any more. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll start off. Um, so, it, it, look, it was an issue, especially when we we're doing the training and so forth, you know, because all of a sudden we were in, 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 in 3CR doing some training, and then all of a sudden it went online and it was so hard, everyone dealing with the COVID situation. So um, it sort of dragged on a, a little bit longer than expected when it came to it. And, you know, and then I suppose... We've, I nearly gave up on it, you know, just because of being locked down for so long for, for the mm. trees and not able to get out there and do stuff. But, you know, we, we, is it pres, pre, persevered? Uh, sorry, my English. Right. But, persevered. you know, we got there, we got there and we soldiered on. And that's what I'm so proud about our team. We just soldiered on, you know, this is voluntary work and we all went through it. You know, we kept our, 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 our strength in it so that's one thing I must admit I have to thank my um uh, Pacific group for that you know but yes so that's my little input on it <laughs> no it's a it's a fair thought Absolutely. we needed every um, milligram if we can use one measure yes. of community in in the last two years every bit of connection that we could find um you know I, I can understand that I mean I can you know I sort of I'm not a tech just very quickly I'm not I'm an equipment person, not technology equipment. I have bad hand-to-eye coordination and trying to put together a podcast or a show at home was a was stressful. And I want to thank the 3CR crew. They said, look, we'll get your permit to come in live on Sunday and do it as if you were as live. And it made it so much better, not just from the radio point of view, the sense of connection for me, as well as the um, listeners out there was huge. So we needed every scrap of that. And um, really want to thank the 3CR management for getting me the necessary permits in lockdowns and all the rest of it. Um, I wanted to come back, though, to the, the issue of small businesses. I mean, uh, perhaps dive in, just give us some, I'd like to use the word teasers, given that we've got 16 weeks of podcasts. We don't want to give it all away, but perhaps a few hints as to how, how you got through that one as well. Um, a couple of examples. Um, so we... 
uh, as part of the podcast, we've been um, given the opportunity to uh, get some people in our community and interview them. And so for my series next week, um, I will be interviewing sorry, one of my really, really good friends um, who runs a successful cake business, small business, and mm. they will be giving, giving their um, take on yeah, how they navigated through COVID um, and how they were able to just keep themselves afloat because their um, business is pretty much like you need events in order to like order his cakes and all of that stuff so because of COVID a lot of he experienced a lot of cancellations and all Mm. that stuff and he'll be speaking um, a lot about that in his segment next week. Well yeah you know so many weddings engagements um, you know sort of other things all cancelled postponed and yes some of them can now finally happen but you know, it's still two years where everything slowed down slash stopped and, you know, so difficult for small, a lot of small business, self-employed and, you know, I think you know, well aware of that people, you know, particularly venue owners and gyms and all that sort of thing. But, you know, it really affected everyone. The word that stuck with me, it was pervasive, really everyone in various ways and degrees hit by it and, of course, mm. other things that we all experienced if we, you know... Um, had you know someone we lost, all those sorts of things, so many things that you know it was just so huge. But if, the thing I suppose at the heart of all of this is that intersection between the Pacifica and what in Western and English language is LGBTIQA plus, and you know that's just so important. You know we hear about buzzwords like intersectionality and diversity, and you know how we're all multiple parts and the whole thing, but. Yeah, you know, what are sort of the things that um, you know you're aiming to put across over the next sixteen weeks as part of the um, Pacific X podcast series? Well, I think I think I'll jump in there um, and just say, <laughs> and just say that it's to show that diversity, that difference, that unique difference that we have, and at the same time. Um, that's sameness, which I think will help us to, uh, you know, remove some of those obstacles that people might have in their minds and that we aren't, uh, you know, invisible. That that has been an issue with LGBTIQ plus organisations in Victoria has been uh, representation and visibility mm. in our community mm. and the experience that we've had with unfortunate discrimination uh, experiences and so on and how that affects us mentally, like, and emotionally, spiritually, as as a as a group of people who are not uh, Anglo-Saxon as such, or don't identify as such, we are still uh, Pacifica people, and um, we want to be seen as that. So we don't want to entirely disappear, you know. But the mental health thing has been, uh, particularly for COVID, has been a very um, well, very hard experience for a lot of people I know in general. But we'll also, you know, thinking of teasing for topics ahead, there'll also be um, a couple of episodes about well-being and mental health for uh, Pacifica during this time. So, yes. 
it's a unique opportunity it really is and i just want to thank um 3cr for helping us to put this together especially um some of the team uh the squad there uh mikhail and ayan have been absolutely wonderful keeping us up to date and and you know keeping us going and uh rachel and juliet and everyone else there it's yeah. been wonderful yeah. yeah oh well look you know it's a amazing you know, crew, it's, and you know, it's um, six people and, of course, not effective full-time. And, you know, the yes. fact that I, I lose track of how many volunteers we actually have all together across the many, many programs on 3CR, but they support all of us with so much wisdom and thoughtfulness. And, as I say, um, credit to Loretta, who is far more than our admin person here. I mean, she's just so experienced in 3CR, who was the one who suggested I come in live um, that made such a difference to my quality of life during the program. So really good. And we also have to thank, um, for, um, we do in those immortal words, have to thank our funders. And <laughs> perhaps we'd want to do that. Uh, Marky, I think you were wanting to hop in there or? No, um, Sonia, will be, uh, Sonia will be able to. Oh, Sonia. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kiora, that's cool. Um, yes, thanks to uh, a grant from the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Program. Uh-huh. Yes, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank them for um, making this possible, this uh, podcast. And also want to shout out to Sarah, the wonderful Sarah, who couldn't be with us today, but she's also part of our squad, our team. Absolutely. A fearsome foursome. And, yep, look, thanks to multicultural uh, and tony uh, sorry and tony it's a it's a fatal five-way um sorry that's the wrestling um, part coming into me today um you know seriously it is really really wonderful that um we've got um this happening and yet very much thanks to multicultural outreach um, um program um but that's that's MOP. We love acronyms, um, and it's easier to say than lesbian gay bisexual trans intersex queer asexual aromantic plus <laughs> Sorry. Um, so um, seriously, thank you to them. It is really, really important that, mm. you know, as we've said, everyone, every unique individual at intersections is seen. And, you know, all the aspects we've discussed just in this sort of 20 minutes or so all seem to be in there, you know, sort of the intersection, small businesses, COVID. It, and I love what you, you said about sameness and uniqueness, holding that space for both together. And when everyone can be themselves as part of the whole, so to speak, that's when we're sort of taking steps to getting diversity and inclusion, equality, equity, justice, all those things, the buzzwords. They don't, they're not just buzzwords. They're beginning to put, come into practice. So just, yeah, yay <laughs> in simple terms for that. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I reckon, um, tell you what, why don't we wrap up the interview and then you can – Put, or we can, or I'm, I know this is live radio, but um, do you want to? Uh, I'm going to think we might wrap, um, finish our discussion, and just mention also that, of course, it will be part of the show every week, but there will be a separate 3CR page for this particular series of podcasts. So we have lots of ways to track it down. But I'm just wondering whether do we want to um, just watch it together, though off air, or listen to it off air, or do you want to end the interview um, and um, you know turn on? Turn on your trans, so to speak, um, and um, um, and listen by yourselves, whatever you like. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Can I just say thank you so much um, for 3CR and also out of the pan, Sally, for um, having us on. It's been 
so thankful for you to have us on and, and reach out. Well, now, look, you know, you said about um, also, you know, sometimes organisations and that aren't inclusive. Well, you know, people, I'm just going to say people in simple language gave me a, I, actually, the, the term I like to use, they were battery, put out their battery cables to me when I was a, a baby queer many years ago. And I'm in a, you know, thankfully, hopefully, an overall much better position now. Well, the universe comes full circle. It's only a ple- It's just too much of a pleasure to have the universal wheel turning. Glad I can work with you. I'm really looking forward to it. So, um, you know, let's um, drum roll. Let's hit the buttons. And um, I'll just have to disconnect you from the panel while I do that. Um, live radio people of all genders. And um, we'll do it (laughs) and uh, let's have a listen to the first number one opening episode of pacific x podcast series um thanks once again to multicultural outreach program and thanks marky latoya and sonia for being on the show thank you you, sally thank you thank you Talo falava, maalo elele, kiorana, fakalo falahiatu, kiora, nisa bulavinaka, aloha, woman jacka, and hello. We are PX Fano, a Pacifica LGBTIQ podcast created during the COVID 19 pandemic as a voice for our community, informing and promoting good health and keeping our rainbow Fano safe from COVID. This is presented by the Pacific X Collective and produced on Wurundjeri land in the studios of 3CR in Nam, Melbourne. My name's Sonia Hammer and I'm your host today for this very first episode of PX Fano. I'm also part of the Pacific X family. My pronouns are ia and I identify as Nati Kahanunu, me Nati Kuki Arani, born in Aotearoa, New Zealand, living as a Pacifica diaspora on Aboriginal land. Kiorana to other Pacific X members in the studio today, including Tony, Sarah, Marky, and Latoya. Now, I want to cut straight to the chase today and ask each of you what this podcast means to you and why. Let's start with Tony. Talofa, great to be here, Sonia. My name is Tony K. Fretton, he, him, a proud member of Pacific X and really grateful to be part of PX Fano. For me, this is very important because from our perspective, telling our stories by us and for us is really important and having these opportunities are golden and really, really grateful for it. Kia ora, Tony. Thank you so much. And now I'd like to ask Sarah, why do you think we still need to be talking about keeping ourselves safe from COVID? Warm Pacific greetings, Sonia and Talofa. My name is Sarah. Uh, my pronouns are she and her and I'm part of the PX Fano and Pacific X. Now, why do we need to be talking about COVID and keeping ourselves safe? Um, just from my own personal experience, my partner and I and our two kids, we actually went through COVID and unfortunately our kids still show symptoms of it. Myself as an asthmatic, never used to need a puffer and now I'm reaching out for it a lot more. But hey, I'll talk about it more on the next episode. Thanks, Sarah. Really appreciate it. Now, Marky, as co-producer of this podcast, what are some of the things you hope to see us cover in upcoming episodes? Hello and malolele. My name is Marky and my pronouns are he, him. I come from the islands of Tonga and Cook Islands. 
and I'm excited to be here as co-producer. I'm excited to get our lived experiences out on the airways, and I'm looking forward to seeing what content we come up with for the episodes to come. Marky, thank you. And so last but definitely not least is Latoya. Latoya, what has COVID been like for you? Talofalava, Sonia. My name is Latoya Hurega and I am a proud Samoan Fafafine going under the pronouns she, her. So what has COVID been for me in one sentence is it's been long stressful as a frontline worker that has worked for the last two years on the frontline. It has been very um, stressful but also informative for our community. Thank you so much there, LaToya. Thank you, everyone here today, our wonderful Pacific X family for PX Fano. This podcast and all of you are going to be able to help our community so much more in forming and keeping us safe. Thank you. You've been listening to PX Fano with the Pacific X Collective. Speaking about keeping COVID safe and what that means to the Pacifica LGBTIQA plus community. For more of the latest information about COVID, go to www.health.gov.au. Listen and download our episodes from 3cr.org.au and to find out more about who we are, go to pacificx.com. PX Fano would like to thank the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Program for their financial support and the Community Radio Network for getting the program out to you. Our theme music is produced and performed by Vina Ely. Catch us again next week on Out of the Pan on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am.
Hello, 3CR listeners. I'm Giselle Hanna from Accent of Women and Asia Pacific Currents, and I'm appealing to you to subscribe to 3CR to keep radical voices on air. I've been a volunteer and broadcaster at 3CR for over 20 years, and I can say categorically that radical voices like ours that bring you stories of extraordinary, incredible women from across the world leading grassroots struggles, well, those voices just aren't welcome in the mainstream media. You won't hear about the struggle against Samsung's human rights abuses against its workers in South Korea. You won't hear about the plight of the Myanmar resistance against the coup on any other station, at least not the way we tell it here at 3CR. So be a comrade and go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. Trans Family is a not-for-profit organization providing a peer support group for loved ones including parents, siblings, extended family, and friends of a trans and gender diverse person. Trans Family runs discussion groups in person and online. We offer a safe space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your situation, and provide peer support. We are especially keen to hear from loved ones in regional and rural Victoria. Donations to Trans Family are tax deductible. For more information, visit transfamily.org.au or look for us on Facebook. Trans Family is a 3CR supporter. We are family. Get up 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yes, we're reunited with Queensland. I'll be personally reuniting with Queensland um, during next week because I'm finally going to get up and see family of origin um, in said part of said big island. And um, very much looking forward to that. It's been 15 months. Um, That's my family. Um, I'm declaring my interest also in trans family as a committee member. Great to have that message on 3CR. Um, loved ones, so important for trans and gender diverse people of all ages, not just youth. Um, plenty of research showing that when you get the support of family of origin as a trans young person, it's much a much well, somewhat smoother path to navigate, not denying any challenges that exist. So excited about the um, Pacific X crew. Um, what a wonderful crew. Um, I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just a bit bouncy. Um, it's not just the coffee for today. Extra bounce on 3CR Radical Radio. Lots of messages came in. Uh, Mel, um, of course, um, one of our awesome listeners, no regular listeners on 3CR. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Great discussion here, Sally. More diversity is required and allowing people to speak not just the same white voices. Brilliant job, Sal. Well, thank you. But it's um, Pacific X's um, good work. I'm going to come back to that theme in a minute. Um, also, another message, time we all sit down and listen. Oh, I'm big on that. Um, and one of the other two, it's um, in those immortal words, it's all happening. One, I just want to clarify here, Mel, this shouldn't be done only this time of the year, but throughout the whole year as well, Sally, let people speak for themselves. This is a 16-week of five minutes podcast. Um, and look, 
if people think there are voices missing on the, that fit the theme of this show, I mean, yes, I can do outreach, but I'm, I've said it before, say it again, if listeners think if they have contacts or people I'd love to listen, yes, I'd love to get um, uh, sort of, um, I'd love to get um, um, Laverne Cox on the show or uh, someone like that or um, some big trans names. But, you know, in terms of local communities, if you have people and you think um, they could fit on the show, get in touch um you know totally welcome to have it the more voices we have the more we understand the more we listen and learn as i say i'm big on listening um i am one of the things i talk talk well ironically use the word talk about is um, i sometimes ask people in a group how many of you were taught structured um listening skills prior to say the age of 18 and usually about one person picks their hand up. Imagine if we were all taught better listening skills. We all have some ability to do it, no matter what we might think. Um, how much smoother life would be? Intimate partner relationships, friendships, work, um, day-to-day interactions. People just don't listen. It causes so much frustration. Now, Mel's sending two other messages, which you know sort of get right to the core of what's been going on in the week. Question for today's show, Sally, if Chris Rock can target a black woman because he knew he could get away with it, and the same with Dave targeting trans folks, low-hanging fruit. I wonder if the people saying black women's hair is off limits because of society's views feel similarly about trans folks. There's a couple of points in here. I, as a white person, I don't feel I can comment on the Chris Rock situation. I think there's been a lot of talk about it, and there does seem to be some issues specific to black people of colour, similar And therefore, one of the things listening, I should hasten to add, is really receiving communication effectively. Sometimes people think listening is only about shutting up and waiting for your turn to speak. Well, sometimes it's just shutting up full stop. And I I really feel that there are some issues that are particular to black and people of colour and the Chris Rock situation that perhaps I'm not understanding. And I think it's better that I try to learn and comprehend and I'm still trying to do that. Um, in terms of your issue of, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, this is my interpretation. I hope I've got this right. And this is something that I feel very, very strongly about. You know, people are all for, um, you know, sort of one part of diversity. And we see this on many angles. We see, I know it's a stereotype, the rich white cisgender gay men go, oh, that's not fair that gay men can't have this and can't have that. Or that we've, you know, been faced conversion practices in the past and then can do lateral hostility on groups speaking only for myself, like trans or bi, but of course many others. I've invented the term, I've used it a couple of weeks ago on the show, selectively woke. Now, some can be unconscious bias. I'm all for that concept. And if you give, if um, someone does something and you try to call them, they go, oh, heck, I hadn't thought of that. I will do better. That's all I can, we can ever ask. It's when people won't be called in, then what happens when they are selectively woke? And I can think of... Plenty of examples in our, um, you know, both in the society and in rainbow communities, including, I better, um, possibly some prominent individuals and organisations. That's a question. I'll leave it there. Um, Well, here's a classic example. Again, Mel um, emailed me about this, um, and I think it's something we do need to talk about. An article in The Age yesterday, um, Victorian Greens in Turmoil Over Transgender Policy. Now, let's um, go through this first. Some might say, um, is the um, Nine media playing politics? You know, sort of um, after the Kimberley Kitchen situation, where there, was there some attempt to play diversion tactics on Labor over how they treated people? Now, is this the same? It could be. But on the other hand, 
you know, if you're going to, in one sense, if someone doesn't claim to care about diversity, well, they're pretty silly, but at least they're being honest, in my opinion. But when you've got a party like the Greens, which, let's be fair, has done some pretty good things for the LGBTIQA plus communities, including trans, but it has had this rump of um, radical feminists, um, as they would describe themselves, largely. Um, there's other labels. I'm not going to go into them. And um, it's been a problem for years. Um, you know, the well-known examples, and it's a reasonable comment in this debate, Kathleen Maltzen's views um, on trans and sex workers, I think, should be mentioned, um, are problematic. There's been issues, allegations. I will try to be you know, balanced about the behaviour of Nina Valens um, and her behaviour at a, a physical in-person function, I think it's three years ago now, and possibly others. And for a party that claims to be progressive to have these sorts of views, I don't think they can sit in in compatibility. Now, a few years ago, there were allegations that a state, from memory, a state branch of one of the parts of the Liberal National Coalition had been infiltrated by neo-Nazis. Now, I'm Jewish. I'm therefore allowed to use that analogy. That's unacceptable. I don't see that the Greens can really claim to be truly progressive and supporters of trans if they have people with any degree of influence having these views. Um, and they're going to have to look at this. Now, this is the article, and I am quoting the article, not opinions. Um, you know, sort of, it's um, an issue to do with um, you know, sort of comments made by Greens councillor Rowan Leppert in a private Facebook group were leaked. Um, and um, there's arguments that some of his views were um, not in the interests of trans people. And um, I'm, you know, sort of, I think that's problematic. Now, if Councillor Leppert will be called in, then fine. But apparently he claims that he's all settled now and he can allow a range of views. Well, I'm sorry, you can have... I don't buy into the idea you allow hate uh, of any group. It just doesn't add value. And people say, well, what about my individual freedom? Um, the other side of the coin from Freedom said it before on the show, responsibility. If you're being responsible, you, you know, sort of, uh, make sure that you distance yourself from hate. Don't do it and try to put genuine, not toxic or rah-rah positivity, genuine positivity out there. So I, as I say, a lot of respect for the Greens, but there's an issue here. And I'm aware of others, is all I'm going to say, who haven't really been as supportive as they um, can be on trans. And whilst there's been comments from Greens federal politician Adam Bant and um, state person Samantha Ratnam, um, that have been supportive, um, they're going to have to do more than just talk. It's going to need action. Um, and we don't need it. All right, let's have um, let's have your thoughts. If you have them out there, let's just check to see if any have come through on all the various platforms. Um, it's a really interesting um, you know, sort of um, issue to think about. Um, what else has been going on uh, this week? There's been, it's interesting that um, if we're just, we're still, of course, I haven't heard anything this morning since getting into the building, um, but I'm, we still don't have an election called. And I've uh, just got to mention on two things on that front. It seems that according to a report in Q News, the Liberals have endorsed a highly, um, um, you know, um, candidate who we would say has 
transphobic views. Q News on this report that came out only yesterday um, that the Liberals have endorsed, and I'd better say content note here, Save Women's Sports, Catherine Deves, that's spelt D-E-V-E-S, um, for the Sydney seat of Warringah. Now, the thing is, um, she's um, part of an organisation called Save Women's Sport Australasia, which we all know what that really means, and there's the content note. Um, Save Women's Sport from what? Um, this 56-year-old flabby spice who swims three times a week is hardly going to be a threat to a top-league AFLW footballer. Um, and let, let's unpack this a bit. You know, sport, gee, is my physical strength, stamina and physique going to be an issue playing darts? I think the, the issue is that given my eyes are of unequal strength and I um, wouldn't be able to line up the dart with the board properly, I think I'm, that's the only danger I have to women's sport there. And why would you need gender or sexed um, segregated sports in darts anyway? Non-contact sports issue, really? Um, there's been a whole beat-up, of course, over um, a US swimmer, which is appalling. And contact sports? Well, even if there is, find ways to minimise it. Is it that hard? So there's, um, you know, really, as I've said before, the sports issue is a faux issue, and it just needs to be nuked, as far as I'm concerned. Um um, what else? Um, the other issue I had the pleasure has been ages, ages since I've um been or forever, as I think some people say, since I had a chance to join my fab colleague um uh, James on in your face, and I had a long chat about federal issues and declaring my interest in just equal. Please hope go to equal.org.au and fill out the election issues survey. It may take about 20 minutes, but it's a worthwhile investment. And the thing that we need to consider for the election, in case it's called before next week's program, and I'm not going to tell people how to vote. That, of course, is your decision to, with your own priorities, goals and values and principles and all that sort of thing. But um, you know, we need to make sure that we don't just settle for this crumb, one crumb on the table sort of approach of, you know, I oh, will work on one issue. Um, and that is, um, to me, um, problematic, you know, because we now are at a point where, yes, there are some issues that affect most or all of the rainbow, such as religious exemptions, although that doesn't does not affect sex characteristics. They're not included in that debate. But we've got so much that needs to be caught up for groups like bi, trans, ace, intersex because marriage became this somewhat of a bottleneck until four years ago. And we saw that. So we need to be keeping the pressure on. There are some issues that affect all of us, such as a federal LGBTIQA plus commissioner is important. And is that commissioner going to be appointed by statutory authority? Will the community have a say? It's not just good enough to do a human resources power suit executive recruitment approach um, because that um, could leave out good candidates with less privilege you know um, so it also needs to be be and be seen to be above any political appointment and it's really important that our um, those sorts of appointments go to the best person um, very quickly uh, on that reminds me of something I had the pleasure yesterday to attend the LGBTIQA um, plus leadership um, um, program put on by Equality Project. I mentored um, the, one of the mentee, one of the people who graduated, which was absolutely sensational and someone who's certainly seems to be 
rising above politics, Todd Fernando gave an excellent speech. He's really an, a fantastic, talking intersectionality, a fantastic, we'll say, ambassador or similar in that regard. Wow, um, lots to think about. Anyway, I'd better get um, packing up out of here and make way for freedom of species um, and um, um, give them the airwaves. Rotations at two and then Queering the Air with Jacob at three. And today there's a couple of great topics. Um, Queer sex ed, well, um, that's something of great interest, which we need that. And interesting that, um, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, there's been some research now that 80% plus of parents what gender and sexuality talked about in schools and another one about they'll be talking about is Taking Up Space, a great exhibition, um, which is really important as well. So lots of great listening on 3CR, as there always is. Um, keep, it lo- keep your device locked in, 3CR 855 AM or digital, or if you'll um, check out podcasts and on demand. Take It Out today as part of our oceanic music theme. We had Down to the Waterline by Dire Straits as the second track, um, Tropicali, sort of, well, tropical waters. Um, opened up with Graham Connors. Take it out today. Um, another chance to play a track from the awesome Midnight Oil album Resist, Lost at Sea. Make sure you stay safe whether you're on sea or on land. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Win. Words are now worth less than silence In these days of so much suffering It's the punch you don't see coming Starts the violence We could hear the shoreline pounding the distance for a moment we were free then the sounds of white Australia came with guns and pushed us back to sea Eventually it takes control We were in the ocean drifting Started listing Then the boat began to roll And the coastline rose in front of us Each one of us was moved to pray our yell Then the sons of white Australia came with guns and took us to an island See you.
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.